Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Dev Pug Podcast. This is episode number 15. Uh, today really isn't a lot to talk about. We're just gonna go right into Dylan's favorite team, the Oilers. Um, Dylan, what's been going on with the Oilers, man? They're not doing too hot right now. Uh, no, they're slumping real hard. <laughs> um, two, six, and two in the last 10. Lost again last night to the Rangers, 4 1. Um, it's just the same old stuff that I talked about a couple weeks ago. Um, goaltending hasn't been good defensively. Everybody seems lost and they're not scoring goals. So, um, I, it seems like everybody around the Oilers is kind of calling for Dave Tippett's head right now. And, uh, I can't say I disagree with them. Um, some of his, his decisions have been questionable for sure. Um, he, I didn't like how he, he ripped apart, uh, well, I say ripped apart, but he just like name dropped him. Uh, Miko Koskinen in the, in, in the post game last night. Um, and that's after cool. true. Yeah. But that's after Mike Smith let in two, he had two games, let in 10 goals over those 10 games or over those two games. And there was no word said about that. Um, other than that, dude, if it said, well, we're playing well, we're just not. We're just not capitalizing. I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> if you were playing well, you wouldn't have a two six and two record in your last ten games. I think since the beginning of December, they're the third worst team in the NHL. Oh Jesus. Oh boy. Um Yeah, the Oilers. I just want to mention Miko Koskin again. Um He's he's what, six four? Five. No, he's bigger. I think he's like six six or six seven. I was gonna say he's like six six. He, I I mentioned this before to you, Dylan. Why does he go down so much? I've said what? that since I first he's saw him six, play. Six. Like, like when when Ben Bishop like played, he was a butterfly goalie too. But he at least would stand up and like make. He takes up the entire net. I don't know how a goalie how a goalie of his size manages to look so small. <laughs> like that's true. I don't play goalie, so I don't know. Like, neither do I. But I don't know exactly what you're supposed to do. But like, I know you're supposed to stop the puck. And his <laughs> glove is always sitting so low; like his shoulders are always exposed. Who's uh, uh, who's Edmonton's freaking goalie coach? So I think his name is Dustin Schwartz, and he's been with the team for years, and somehow keeps like slipping through the cracks, never getting fired. November tw- November 2014. But you look at the guys who have been so Devin Dubnik was decent in Edmonton, kind of fell off, left, turned his career around, looked good. Same with Cam Talbot. Honestly, if Miko Koskinen went somewhere with the he didn't have the same like market pressure that you do in Edmonton, I wouldn't be surprised if he was like an average I don't know, two twenty goals against nine fifteen save percentage guy. Like a decent backup who could play 35, 40 games. I wouldn't be surprised to see that on a team like, um, I don't know, like a quieter team like Columbus or something. I mean, okay, with with Edmonton being as a hotbed market, I guess, if you want to say. I mean, it is a very hostile market. Um, I wouldn't say it's there's so much pressure, but I know in Edmonton, just strictly Edmonton, it's a lot of pressure. Well, there's um, always I'm, a scapegoat. So he's kind of found himself to be the scapegoat right now. Not Tippett, like you said. 
No, I think it should be Tippett. Um, I was just looking up goalies from since 2014. Who this guy, this Schwartz guy, has worked with. Um, I can I can tell you right now that there has not been a goalie on here that is <laughs> like a high caliber goalie. There's like they've Cam needed Tal- a friggin' goalie Scriven. since Dwayne Rollison left. Like yeah, <laughs> 2006, yeah, 2000. Oh, wait. Oh, 2008, 2009 was the last season of Wayne uh, <laughs> Rollison. Um, yeah, like Dubnik. The one year in 2013-14, you had Dubnik, Scrivens, Brzgalov, Fast, Barbara, Bachman, Brossois, and yeah. Mucha or M- M- Mucha or whatever his name is. Never played a game. Even that, like Brossois, never played a game that year either. Um, no, because he was like a Talbot that year. Oh, Anders Nielsen. Don't talk to me about Anders Nielsen. Stolars and Skinner. Just play Skinner. I can't blame Stolars because he's like, no, <laughs> he can't play. Just play. Skinner just looked play decent Skinner. in the few games he played. Like, I don't know why you wouldn't keep trying. I don't know why immediately they went right back to Smith like he was a godsend. Smith was great last year, but obviously he's old now and he forgot how to play hockey when he got hurt. So He was old last year too, but. He's, he's old third this year. <laughs> By the way, Koskinen is six foot seven, and he looks like Smallest he's maybe goaltender in the league. He looks like he's maybe six foot tall whenever he plays. When you look at like Vasilevsky, he's around six five, six six two. Um, he looks massive. Yeah, all time because he plays like it. He's also yeah, he's act, like acrobatic. He's yeah, he's a he's a freak out. I'm not comparing them in skills. I'm just comparing them in no. size and like he he's takes a, up the he's, a, he's the guy I don't want to mess with when it comes to shooting on him. So oh, I, I, I could probably score on Koskinen. All of us probably could score on Koskinen. <laughs> glove hand. That's what we learned. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, if he if he hangs his glove hand down low to shoot glove, and he's not gonna he's not gonna be able to snap his arm up that quick. I hope. I mean, he's also pretty old as well. What, like yeah, 30, he's like thirty something. I think. Thirty-four, I believe. Um, yeah, I, and then news, t- news today. Connor McDavid tested positive again. Yeah, yeah. Derek Ryan too. I think added. Yeah, yeah, Derek Ryan. I mean, over the last month and a half or so, they haven't really had it easy with injuries and COVID and stuff like that. But like, every team is dealing with COVID and injuries. Yeah, you can't just it's not an excuse anymore. I mean, you can literally look at the list of players, and almost like at least more than half the league has at least one player on COVID protocol. Especially back yeah. when, especially back when, like it was really bad. Like the, I think the maximum it got up to was like 138 players. I'm pretty sure. I think that was the max number I saw. Like yeah, that's, that's pretty wild before Christmas. That's an <laughs> that's an insane number when you think about it. And plus, like twenty of them, or like eighteen to twenty of them, were all from Calgary. Like, holy crap, they got hit so hard with COVID. Yeah. So, like in Edmonton, it's just to me, it reminds me of the same crap from like five years ago. Um, it like it starts from the top. Um, I can't see Daryl Cates making any changes because he's still making money. It's still selling out like the games. So he's not going to make a change. Bob Nicholson, he's working with all his buddies, so he's not going to fire any of them. Ken Holland is like 
stuck in like 2006. You still think Steve Eisman is on the team. Huh. He's afraid to do anything. Like he hasn't made any moves other than just like call-ups and stuff like that. And Dave Tippett, I just, I can't stand the way that he deploys this team. He's afraid to play young guys. He plays favorites. Um, he just seems stubborn and like arrogant. At least that's the vibe I get from his his press conferences where it's like, you know, I know better. And obviously you do, you're the coach, but like, it's obviously not working, like what you're doing. The two games yeah. that they've won in the month of December, he wasn't even the coach. That's when he was off with COVID. <laughs> and I think it was Glenn Gullitson was coaching the team. So like, I don't know. I don't know how many more chances. Like if the team is, is going to keep spinning their wheels like this, you might as well try it. You might as well try somebody new or, or something new. Who would be a good candidate? I would have loved Bruce Boudreaux if I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> you can't have him. There, there, there's been rumors of Babcock, and I'm like, Yikes. no. Put McDavid on the fourth line. <laughs> what do he do? He like McDavid would have like some sort of point milestone. You scratch him for the last six games or whatever it is. Yeah. When dry side, like, oh yeah, you guys are going to get your bonuses. Ah, don't worry about it. Nah, like, no. You, you make enough money already. It's fine. I mentioned it before. Like, I'd like to see them promote Jay Woodcroft, who's the AHL coach, who's done a really good job down there. Uh, at least give him a shot as the interim guy mm-hmm. and go from there. Like, if at the end of the season you have some success, then I don't know, I'll bring him on long term. If not, then um, you're not tied to anybody. So, I mean, you should have success at all times, right? You do have the best player one, or two of the best players in the NHL, right? So you should be able to. Exactly, yeah. It shouldn't be hard. <laughs> no. Yeah. That... I think they just make it hard on themselves. Other than, it uh... just seems like nobody cares. Like, Ken Holland doesn't care enough to make a change. Dave Tippett doesn't care enough to make a change. The players don't care enough right now to to bother. Like, there's no compete. There's no, like, energy. They let in the first goal in, like, every single game. And then as soon as that happens, they just... The cave. Yeah, I, I mean, you're still. You guys, you guys aren't even close to a playoff spot now. I guess eh? they're no, they're only they're, a couple points behind. They're in the second wild card spot right now. Second wild card. Yeah. That they're, hot start like carried them right now. Like if they didn't yeah, have that them, hot start, they'd be in the bottom five. Them starting like what was it like eleven and two or ten and two? That's helping them a lot. Like it's kind of evening and evening them out right now with their with their previous like ten games not being so good. Like only getting four points in out of possible twenty. I think also but, with the uh, sorry Nick. I think also with like the the NHL shutting down or over Christmas. I think that. And they were already slumping before Christmas. I think that has had a yeah. huge factor. Um, yeah. On team morale, let alone coaching. They, they play tomorrow against Toronto, and Toronto's going to absolutely oh. run oh, over no. them. It's going to be oh, terrible. No. Eli McCabe's oh. going to have like four goals. And... Oh, but then yeah, right. they like have a five-day break goal. after that. Yeah. So, I mean... So, I'm like, that's the perfect time. <laughs> 
be said. You can, you can let him go after the Toronto loss, and then uh, <laughs> then you have a guy who has almost a, half a week to to get familiar. It's perfect, but I well, I mean, he's still in the organization. He's just called a AHL affiliate instead of uh, or whomever it might be. I don't know. It, it better not be mm-hmm. Torts, and it better not be Babcock. That's all I'm saying. Well, I've seen. Like David Quinn as a possible coach candidate for you. I you got Paul Maurice. Recognize the name. Paul Maurice, Maurice is a name that I like. If he comes David, back. I don't David even know if he wants to coach Quinn. anymore. David Quinn was the head coach of the Rangers when they came out with all those statements about like the league and then they all got fired. Oh, I was trying to figure out who he coached and I was like, is it the he was the he was he was the coach of the Rangers last year, and then he got fired because of all the stuff that they said about the league. I mean, you watch any hockey, this league is a joke sometimes, more than likely. Uh, yeah. So. Another another name I keep seeing too is like Rick Tochet, or is that okay. how you say his name? Is okay. it is it Target? Oh fuck, never mind. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, he he was up for the. Uh... Philadelphia one, I think, still. I think he's still a lock, in my opinion, for Philadelphia. I don't know who the coach is in Philadelphia right now. I just know it's probably an interim. It's probably just one of these assistants, yeah. Um, yeah, the Oilers slumping into, transfer into again, the 7-1. and one. It's Mike Yo. <laughs> oh, it's Mike Yo. Sorry. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I I transfer it to the Vancouver Canucks. Tired. And Bruce, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I love that that's a thing because it just it's so fitting for for the team and like what they're doing like they're just oh man having fun I talked well I mean like we talked about this in the last podcast I don't remember what their record was when we did our last podcast I think they yeah, won five and zero I think they were five and zero they were four and zero or five and zero so they weren't it's not it wasn't like oh well, could they get to ten in a row oh. Obviously, they, they lost in a shootout to the Kings, so I think it was at seven seven in a row. But, I mean, <clears throat> Boudreaux tied a record for NHL head coaching to come into a team and win the first seven games. I don't really care that he lost his streak. I mean, I'm just happy that we got a point out of the game against the Kings. We definitely did not deserve a point in that game. Um, but, yeah, this, like I said in the last podcast, this is the team that I that I said would finish third place in the Pacific and would actually be a lock in the playoffs, but... Question, question. Yeah. Did you expect your GM, your coach, to be fired mid-season in that pick when you decided to make it? Hell did you just no. go, no, I don't... Nah. He, he, it, wasn't even mid, it wasn't even mid-season. It was like... It was like quarter just, Yeah, just well, barely over a quarter. I don't quarter. know, it's all a blur now, so I just... It literally this year feels like it's gonna drag. I, I already feel that. Yeah, I'm like, I feel once like the ju- once the World Juniors got canceled, I was like, I'm done. I feel like this season's gonna go into May, just based off like all the postponements. Like, I know we have the February break where we literally don't have an NHL game for what, like three weeks, something like that. But they're probably gonna move that back games. though, because if they're not yeah. doing Olympics, they're gonna. It's gonna be games. Yeah, that's, every, every day. Like... They're gonna be games every day. Yeah. Um. Uh, but I mean, I'm I'm just happy with the with the Canucks. I'm just happy that we have Thatcher Demko signed to a very very 
very team friendly contract from from what it looks like right now. I mean, he was named third star of the week last or whatever. I think it was last week. It was seven zero and one, uh, with like a ridiculous save percentage, like nine fifty two or something, nine fifty eight in eight games, and like a, a one point. Uh, I don't know, like 1.9 or maybe just above 2 goals against average. I've seen a lot of people be like, oh, does this mean he's up for the Vesna right now? Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. Maybe we pump the brakes there. There's still, I, in my opinion, like three pretty clear-cut candidates for the for the, for the the Vesna. Like, obviously, Campbell and uh, Shesterkin and then maybe Markstrom, if you want to throw him in there. Andy Anderson. Anderson. Yeah, Freddie yeah, Anderson. But, yeah, Freddie Anderson. I put I probably put him fourth on that one. I don't really know about Freddie. I think. I mean, he's got a great team in front of him. So. Well, I mean, all four of those guys have a great team in front of them. Like Toronto, obviously, a great team. Rangers, great team. The who's the other one? Uh, yeah, the Flames, great team in front of them. Jesus, I I can't believe how well they're playing. Uh, they're just. Bongiapani is. Gonna make and Goudreau. He's gonna make a lot of money. So with same with Goudreau because it's his contract here this year. And and isn't Matthew Chuck as well? Or does he have one more year? Uh, let me take a look the... here. And they were a team that we talked about, I think, in the off season, where it was like, bubble. "What are you guys doing? Like, maybe you guys need to oh, blow yeah, it up." Yeah. They're uh, Matthew Chuck is an RFA after this season. And he's already making seven million dollars. So what the <laughs> hell is that going up to? Johnny Gaudreau's making six point seven five. I could see Johnny Gaudreau asking for like eight million. And then Matthew Kachuk probably around the same, maybe like Is his brother. What did what did uh, Brady get? Like I think it was like eight something, eight and a half. Yeah, I could see like, him maybe asking for that. Or it was seven and a half over eight. Let me just take a quick look here too. Yeah, like Manji Pani, Johnny Gaudreau, and eight point three this year. And then 8.2, 8.2, 8. 8.2. 8. Holy crap. They're going to be they're screwed next offseason. They're going to pick, they're gonna have to pick someone to move on from, I think. Because they're... Monahan. <laughs> that's a free agent. They're not... I mean, I'm, I know a lot of Flames fans. I would love it if they traded him. A lot of Flames fans hate... I, I think they're just fed up with his zero production and... He's not a top-line center. I don't, I don't understand what people are saying. He's not a top-line center. And then He's you get horrible. tired of the same player coming back every year, right? It's Elias Lindholm is their number one center. He's a good player. He's a damn good player. He's like our. He's like the Canucks version of Bo Horvat. Good comparison. I mean, I think it's a. I think that's a fair comparison. Because like those two are both very good at faceoffs. They're both great two-way players, and they can also put the puck in the net if they need to. Like. But yeah, the Flames are screwed in the offseason. They're, they're definitely going to pick one to move on from. I, um, I think they could get all three of them signed. If they can move Monaghan. Or if they could find a way to move Lucic. <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah, he's uh, kind of a cult hero now. Give him back to the Bruins. Like, if you had to only pick two, if you had to let one of them go, which one are you letting letting go? Of Mangiapane, Kachuk, and uh, Goudreau. Letting Goudreau go. I would like Goudreau go as well. He's older. He's 28. Like, yes, he's in the prime of his career, but 
He's you have also a feeling you probably get more back, and then you don't have. I want I want Kachuk. If not, he's not going to be my captain. I I think he's my captain. And then Mangiapane. Um, he's kind of coming into his own. Well, I mean, what does he have? Fourteen or fifteen goals still? He's got in the... Eighteen. Oh, is he 18 now? Oh, Jesus Christ. Exactly. He matched his total that he had last year. I mean... <laughs> 230. Jesus. 234. Well, I mean, like, you can just look at their ages. Like, Goudreau's 28, Kachuk's 24, and Manji Pony's 25. Like, who do you want for your future? Like, I don't think the... I don't, I don't think the Flames are obviously cup contenders this year. I don't think anyone's picking them to win the cup. But, like, could you see them winning the cup in the next like two years if I, I don't were... know if I can see them winning the cup but I can see them going on a run yeah but their defense is it's still suspect the, their defense their, their yeah their defense needs their defense definitely needs some work they have a good top pair and they got good goaltending too they have, they have a good top pair in like Hannafin and Anderson then they have a good a second pairing in Tanev who I still miss dearly but then it's like Nikita yeah. Zadorov and Good Branson. Like, come on, Good Branson. This Oliver Killington guy is really good. Yeah, rookie. He'll be yeah, he'll be really good for them in the future. He's yeah, also he's an RFA. Yeah, he's an RFA, RFA. too. <laughs> yeah, other than the top four, Good yeah. Branson. Branson's just there. He's just there. Same as Zadorov. He's just there. Um, my thing is Blake Coleman, four point nine for five more years. Yeah, have fun with that. Uh-huh. No, it's six more years. <laughs> it's till twenty twenty six. He's only got eight points this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. that's so, yeah, that's rough. Yeah, in my opinion, yeah, get rid of Sean. Get rid of Monahan. Six point three, jeez. Um, and Johnny, lucky. So you kind of start fresh, not fresh, fresh, but like. You know, uh, kind of moving on from the the previous yeah. leadership. Yeah, they've literally been talking about moving on from Goudreau even during his contract. Yeah. And Monahan was always just there, like, oh yeah, we could flip him for something. I don't the think they could. I don't think they could get a lot from Monahan just because like everyone kind of knows the kind of player he is. He's like that overhyped player because like, wasn't he a high first round pick in his draft year? Wasn't he like seventh or eighth? I'm drafted sure. sixth overall. Yeah, exactly. Sixth overall. Like Jesus. That's like our that's like the Canucks version of Jake or Jake Rutanen. Like I know Monahan's put up points in in seasons. He's a he's a better version of Jake Rutanen, but it's kinda like that with the Flames fans. They see him as like our Jake Rutanen. It's like get him get him the hell out of here. From Brampton. Wow, Brampton. Um So they could buy him out if they don't want to trade him. Because I feel like if they want to trade Monahan you're gonna to have to retain, because I can't. I can't see a team taking him on one year for six point three, unless they're trying to get to the floor or something. Do what Arizona. I see did. the Ottawa Senators literally picking Sean Monahan up for that. Trade Sean Monahan for Brady Kachuk. They could buy him out, and I think his cap hit would be two point three the first year, and then two the second year. So I guess if you can kind of float that two million for a couple of years. Which realistically is not then maybe, horrible. Maybe you do that, but I don't think he's a buyout player. I think he's better than that. He's, he's got 15 points through 30 games. It's not terrible, he, but it's not... He's definitely not a buyout player. Oh. I definitely think he's a trade candidate. 
if you want to, but I think if if they can't find anything like a decent value trade, then they should just they should just keep him until his contract's over and then just let him walk or maybe trade him in his contract year as like a rental for a team that's willing to take on that that uh cap for just the one season, maybe for a playoff run. I you know, know you know who needs a center right now? Boston. Boston does need a center. Ooh, they could trade. Fuck, they could trade Monahan for Jake DeBrus. DeBrus Jake DeBrus and uh, whoever the other guy is that want that requested a trade, Chinishin or whatever his name is, or Lecision. What he, he makes nothing, but again, you can get DeBrus plus a pick, two picks, Monahan. I think that would be perfect, for Sean Monahan to move to because Boston right now has zero. Like they have Charlie Coyle and Trees. Yeah, and he yeah. ain't taking and Patrice's like job. Yeah, yeah, Martin, or, and and uh, Nick Felino. Yeah, but Felino's old, so Felino. nobody cares. Um, Felino tried to that's fight. Good... Freaking! I remember when the Canucks. I, I played, saw that too. <laughs> when the Canucks played the Bruins this year, freaking Felino tried to fight Garland, who's like five foot eight, and Felino's like six two. Like, pick on someone your own size, you freaking knob. You, you dumb old boomer. That's that's where I think he's gonna go. I think that's a really good. I mean, just looking at it, basically, I think it's it seems to fit a need for kind of both teams. Hmm. I didn't think we'd go into the Flames talk, but I mean, there's nothing to talk about with the Leafs. I have nothing to say. But yeah, that's fair. And I mean, like we all know what's going on with Vancouver. I kind of I kind of went off a bit more in the last podcast about like how well they're doing, like how like refreshing it is to see them play this good because like obviously. The talent that they have does not show on like their re- on like their record. Like I, me personally, I think their record would would be a hell of a lot better if they didn't start the season with Green and um and Bending. But I mean, Dylan, what would you do with the Flames? Would you keep like what was because we didn't ask you, we just asked the question to us. <laughs> uh, no, I think I would do the same thing. I think like Monahan or sorry. Goudreau's kind of on the, he's what, 28? Yeah. So he's a guy looking for that eight year or seven year. Exactly. Probably, probably like nine mil, something like that. Like he's probably going to go into free agency asking for 10 and then get talked down to. He's going to get the Jeff Skinner contract. Yeah. And I think that's what worries me with him is signing him to a big contract and then. I don't know. He falls off a year or two from now. I think he's still a good like point per game player, yeah. and I think he would fit in really well on a lot of teams as like a a top six guy. Um, but if I'm the Flames and you've got Kachuk to sign and you got um, Mangiapane, Mangiapane is going to ask for at least five. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Kachuk's probably going to ask for like eight because he's making right now this year's two point four two five. Yeah, Mangiapane could definitely ask for like five to six, and then Kachuk could ask for like eight to eight point five. Be like, I want more than my brother. Do the same thing that Jack Hughes did with Quinn Hughes. Well, I want a little bit more money than my brother. Give me eight million a year. That contract with Jack though was just out of the blue. Yeah, oh, contract was... extension. Like, wait, what? There was there wasn't His even extension. like speculation. There wasn't even no, any speculation. It was just eight years, eight million, sixty-four, sixty-four million dollars. <laughs> Like, okay. Yeah, literally out of nowhere. Um, that that seemed like sort of like a lube deal. You know, he's I think there. my my fear with Mangiapane would be him being like 
Like he was good last year and the year before, but mm-hmm. is this year kind of a one season wonder with him? I think due to his like due to the world championships and like basically carrying Canada to gold medal. Yeah. Um I think that had a huge impact on his season this year. When he was like also, he was also on the long list for the Olympics. Yeah, he he was also considered one of the leaders on that team, that world championship team. Hmm. So, I so mean I think, if you have to pay this guy five million like you're already paying, like I said, Blake Coleman, like even if he doesn't perform, you could still put him on your team and he'll be a top six guy. Even if he's not performing at like eighteen goals through thirty games next season. We really don't know what's gonna go on. So Yeah, if they never sign that Coleman contract, they could easily have locked up all three of them. Oh easily locked up all three. Maybe or two of them uh, and and throw some yeah. money at at a defenseman. Yeah. Yeah, no, that would be good. Yeah, their defense is aging and And it's really their defense is really top heavy. Huh. Yeah, like, goaltending they have it locked. They have Jacob Marsham and they have Dan Bladar for like I think it was like eight hundred fifty thousand. Yeah. Seven hundred fifty thousand. That's nothing. That's, that's Vlad- amazing. And Vladar is also signed next year too, so they don't even need to worry about backup goalie for next year too. They just have those two for the next two seasons. Not really sure about uh, the Flames' um, picks. Um. Not really sure because I don't really follow uh, Flames very much, but looks like they okay. traded away their third, their fourth, their sixth this year. Yeah, they, they don't do really, have, they don't really have a lot of draft capital. No. Yeah, they got a first and two seconds. So yeah, they got a they got a pick from the Sam Bennett deal. Which, if they want to spend this year, like if they want to bring somebody in. Which I I really do think that they if they if they're like oh yeah we have like a great goalie like our defense is playing okay and we have a really great forward group if they want to push for a playoff like a playoff run I think they could easily move a couple of their picks that they have and like go after a top four pairing defenseman just to solidify their D I think their forward group's okay they could maybe use some depth at. Like scoring, like get get some scoring depth, like get like get a Jake DeBrus type player, maybe trade a couple like a what picks do they even have? What did you guys say? First and two a, seconds. A first and two seconds, like trade a first and a second for DeBrusque if you really want to. I mean, that first round pick is not going to be that high of a pick. It's going to be in the twenties at least. If they like, if the season ended right now, they have what forty points. What are they in the overall? Yeah, like when I look at Jake DeBrusque, I'm like, is he really worth a first round pick? I mean, he's got no. like nine points. Yeah, he's, oh, yeah, yeah, but so he, he's, a... then, well, I mean, then you can trade two second round picks or, or a second round pick. Like the Calgary Flames are 12th overall in the league right now. Obviously, they haven't played as many games as certain teams because of their COVID outbreak, but, Say they finish the season right now and they're twelfth. That's still what, what pick would that even be? Wouldn't that be like twenty? Yeah, exactly. So it's not it's not like they're giving up a top ten pick. They're giving up a top twenty. Like yeah, a top twenty. That's still that's still a pretty 
pretty high pick, but it's really not that bad compared to like if say the Montreal Canadiens gave up a first round pick, they're thirty first. I mean, they could get a top three pick. Oh, we might as well just do all of Canada, like how the teams are doing, because oh, I really want to <laughs> talk they... about how bad the Sens and the Habs <laughs> are. A potential oh, option so for Calgary could be somebody like because this is a name that I've heard in the last week. Um, maybe you can pick him out. He's 33. He's the captain and a center of a team, an American team, mm-hmm. and is UFA this year. Do you know who I'm talking about? Uh, name captain um, of a U.S. Team Jonathan Taves. No. Nope. Oh, is he old? Brown? No, it's Claude oh, Giroux. Captain Claude Giroux. Ah. Damn it. So Claude Giroux, he's coming off an eight. He's 8.2 million this year, and then he's a UFA. He's 33. This is a guy who's going to be looking for a cup run. He's not going to get it in Philly in the next three, four years. So, I mean, Calgary could Vegas? be a team. Vegas? <laughs> I don't know how Vegas would. We don't know how Vegas any. manages to do anything, but they still manage to get Jack Eichel. And... I feel like Vegas is going to do some. Tampa Bay type shit that they did last year with like the IR money scenario. I don't know. I just got a I just got a weird feeling about them. Like they're already like they were at like the bottom of the Pacific to begin the season, and now they're the top team. Like, yeah, are you kidding me? Like, and then I felt I I got I got really sad when I saw the Petri ready go put in the IR again because like he yeah. just came back and he was on a roll. I had him in fantasy. Holy crap! That guy was putting up points every single game since he came back from from the IR. And like they're at they're at forty five points, which puts him in the god damn it. I keep switching off of the league and division. They're they're top six. They're six right now. They're one point ahead of Toronto right now. But Toronto's all they Toronto also hasn't played as many games as Vegas. So I would assume. Unless Toronto wins or loses four in a row, that they would that uh, Toronto would leapfrog Vegas. But still, they're top ten in the league. Like at the beginning of the season, they were like in the bottom, like what was it seven or eight? All of a sudden, they get Pacioretty back, and uh, and I think they got who else did they get back? Uh, who's the other guy that was out? Was Carlson? William Carlson was he out for a while? Yes, he was. Yeah, they got him back as well, and all of a sudden, boom, they're rolling. And then now they don't even have Michael uh, yet. No. Yeah, literally. And also, uh, Leonard's hurt, too. He's been out for a little bit, like the last two or three games. Yeah, so Vegas is always a contender slash trade chip team. So what I was saying with Giroux was um, Calgary was in on Eichel, I believe. Yeah. So obviously they were willing to make a move for a, a top center. I think Giroux could be a good backup move to that if if they're willing to swing the pieces what do you think he'd get money like or years for next year yeah if he's gonna go to calgary just not 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 trade or not uh, i know he's a free agent but um i could see him signing like a five or six year deal like a shorter deal shorter five (laughs) by five or like what what about maybe like six because he's still like a point per game guy at least this year I'm just thinking like you just got rid of like say if you get rid of Sean Monahan, six point three, and you bring in. I'd rather have Claude Giroux at six point three. Me too, but I'm, I'm just Monaghan. saying. Yeah, hit like point production would be even better. 
then you have a leader. Yeah. I mean, I would make him captain to make Brady, or not, not Brady, sorry, Matthew captain. Um, even though all of his antics, I mean, he's he's calmed it down over this season. I haven't really heard anything from him. Scoring a lot of between the leg goals and <laughs> crap like that. Um, can we move on to Montreal, please? <laughs> uh, can I can I say one more thing? Yeah, go oh, ahead. Because I thought this was hilarious when I first saw this. Um, I saw like that Giordano could be a guy that's on the trade bait, and I saw a bunch of people trade him back to Calgary. Like, are you kidding me? They just gave him up in the freaking expansion. Yeah, I, don't I, I, I just thought that that would be so funny because he's that'd making, be awkward. <laughs> that'd be so weird. Hey, you let guys, your captain go and then bring him back. Hey guys, <laughs> I'm coming back. Like he's making six point seven five. How are they gonna be able to take that on? They need to trade Monahan to get him. Um, one other name, and then Dylan or not Dylan Ben will go to you uh, with the Montreal Canadiens. I just want to just. Go ahead. Oh, jeez. I know you're going to rip them a new one. I'll just rub more dirt into the wound, right? Exactly. Um, One name that I also kept seeing linked to um, Calgary was possibly, this one's probably more far-stretched than like a Claude Giroux trade, but another one I've seen is Thomas Hurdle. That would be scary if they if the Flames got Thomas Hur- Tomas Hurdle. And they traded like Monahan and like maybe a first or a second for him. I think that'd be crazy if they got Thomas Hurdle. I'd I'd love him. I love him on my team. I would take him on my team. I mean, he's just a he's, top. He's so good. Player. He does play on San Jose, so he doesn't get noticed as much. Even though um, they're doing not actually terrible this year. I think they're they're one of those teams though that's like that did really well to start the season and then I feel like they're just gonna drop off. Like I feel like Anaheim's gonna have that happen to them. Yeah, I, don't I know. googled Claude Giroux. <laughs> Maybe I'll save this for when we get to Ottawa, but apparently Ottawa is like one of the top destinations for him oh, according God. to thirty two. What? Yeah, that's a reliable uh, source there. Well, like. It's the same thing with Thomas Hurdle with like Claude Giroux. Like obviously they're different in age. Like what's Giroux thirty three and Thomas yeah. Hurdle's twenty eight. But like they could they could take Hurdle as a rental because he's a free agent at the end of the season. He's only making five point six two five. They could trade Monahan for him and maybe give the Sharks like a first or a second or package up some picks to get him, and they could make a pretty good run. Like obviously we all think that Hurdle's better than Monahan by a by a mile. And like they could make a they could make a deep run with him and then maybe they pick maybe they think about giving Hurdle the money depending on how well he does for him. That'll be a good idea. I mean if you guys want to go right into the Ottawa Senators, I can go into the Ottawa Senators first. <laughs> You're just gonna rip into both these teams. Well, I just want to. I just want to be like, hey, um, if we're gonna talk about the Sens, I'll go and I'll talk about the Sens. <laughs> I just think that, well, they're screwed. Like, they barely made it to the floor. They have a lot of. They have a first, two seconds, and two thirds uh, coming. But uh, they have no goaltending. They have like all their forwards are really young. But therefore, none of them are above, is... yeah, none of them are above twenty-eight. 
Um, they all Dude, have a lot. Oh, God. It's not like they're going for that's a, a good thing. run. They don't need 28-year-olds. They need these no. young guys to build on. But you got... It's the goaltending. It's always going to be the goaltending. They can get a goalie. They don't need did you, to... Did you happen to watch that Leaf game against them last, the other night? No, I just saw the score and it was 6 nothing. Matt Murray looks like he's caught in quicksand. <laughs> yeah, well, I said when they when they made that signing... I was like, you guys are stupid. You're, you guys are not gonna, you're, you're not gonna do well with Matt Murray. I don't care who, who you put in front of him. He is horrible. He was on a very good Pittsburgh Penguins team. Yep. And then you got like your, your IR. Oh, it's nuts. Oh, goodness. It's Colin White, 4.7, 5. Nikita Zaitsev, 4.5. And Josh Brown, eh, 1.2. Like they'll just making those two players there. They're not. I even think they good have players. the core pieces there, though. Like they got Brady Kachuk, they got Drake Batherson, Stutzla. They got yeah, Stutzla. They got Stutzla. Connor yeah. Brown, they got... legend. Connor Brown, legend. Like Thomas Shabbat is gonna win a Norris at some point. Yes. He has a pretty good contract. If I if I'm just saying, like he's 24, and he's making eight million dollars. And like he could possibly win a Norris in the next couple of years. Yeah, I, I, in my opinion, Ottawa's better than Montreal right now. Obviously, hundred oh, percent. Team, yeah. Wise. Oh goodness! I, I just had a, I just had Montreal up on friendly, and it's just a mess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> an absolute mess. Yeah. One last thing with uh, Ottawa. Um, Stutzla's good. I mean, he's he's a great player. He's just really young. He's still um, he's still nineteen years old. Yeah, Connor Brown. I I was watching the game the other night. And I was like, is he using a two piece stick? <laughs> and I'm looking at it. I'm, I'm watching him all over. The, and they slowed it down. And he has tape around where a two piece would, you know, be glued in. And I'm like, is that? Seriously, a two-piece stick, and I'm I'm like asking my wife. I'm like, is is this a two-piece? Because I'm like, this nobody uses two pieces anymore. Like, not even Spezza uses two pieces. It's ancient. <laughs> I think Ryan Smith was the last one. Yeah, still using I'm, a wood I'm, blade. <laughs> I'm like, I looked it up. I'm like, oh, I can't find anything about it. About it, <laughs> just lost my mind trying to find if he uses a two-piece. Um, yeah, that was my last thing I had to say about Ottawa. Um. Oh god, Montreal. Well, Ben, just to kind of, oh, just kind of, kind of agree with you, but also kind of not at the same time. Like, I do understand what you're saying with like, like they have nobody over 28 that's like a significant player. Like they have freaking like Austin Watson is 29, and Michael Delzato 31, Nick Holden 34. But like they, I don't think yeah, anyone. Than, yeah, I know what you're saying. I, I I don't think anyone's really picking them to be in the playoffs, especially in the next like maybe two or three years. I think when Brady Kachuk, Drake Batherson, Tim Stutzla, and uh, like Tom Shabbat, they're all in their mid to late twenties, then they'll be like, okay, now we kind of expect them to make the playoffs. Like like Brady Kachuk is twenty, but he'll be twenty six. Batherson will be twenty seven. Uh, where is Stutzla? Stutzla, he'll be like 24, 25, and then Shabbat will be 29. Like, yeah, then... Josh Norris, too. 
Where the where is he? He's down at the bottom in the non-roster. Oh, is he on the non-rosters? Where is he? Oh yeah, there. He, yeah, he, exactly. There you go. He's twenty-two. I guess he's an RFA after the season, but I'm pretty sure they're gonna try their hardest to re-sign him. So yeah, he'll be twenty-six. Same same thing. And then they'll have all of the like they'll have maybe maybe call him wait. He's under contract for three more years or four more years. But yeah, I don't think anyone's really picking them to go anywhere this year. I think right now they're they're just focused on building up their core and then in the, like two or three seasons add some pieces around that core to make them a playoff possible cup contending team. Like they're not tied down. The only contracts that kind of worry me on that team is the Matt Murray and maybe the Nikita Zaitsev contract. Yeah. But they don't have any like real dead weight other than that. So they that was the best have... deal the Leafs have ever made. Is getting rid of that <laughs> goddamn guy. <laughs> so like, God, and they have these young guys now locked up. Like, like you said, Shabbat's locked up. Um, Kachuk's locked up. Batherson is locked up. They literally just need to sign uh, ba- uh, Norris because he's an RFA after this season. Mm-hmm. At least yeah, for their, and for then like... they're pretty much, and then Stutzla probably. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Stutzel's in... Yeah, Stutzel will be in 2023, but yeah, still, they need to lock him up. Yeah, so once you get all those guys signed, you would hope that your core is basically constructed. And then, because you're not tied down by any other bad contracts, other than the Matt Murray and the Nikita Zaitsev one, you have more money to kind of hopefully build an actual team around that. When, when here's the thing, the Matt Murray contract and the Nikita Zaitsev contract are both uh, done in the same year. So there is $10 plus million that's going to come off their books and that they can put into an actual good goalie or like an actual good top pairing defenseman. So it's not like it's not like they're in a huge hole. Like it's not like Matt Murray still has six years left on his contract. He's only got three years left, including this season. Same thing with Zaitsev. He's got three more years left, including this season. They like short term, yes. They, there are some worries with contracts, like Matt Murray and Zaitsev. But long term, they do not have any contracts that they really should worry about. Shabbat is young and he's a great defenseman. Kachuk is a is a great young center who is now the captain of the team. You got, and then Drake Batherson, who is a great young player who I think they've got a steal on that contract. It's 4.975. That's pretty good for a Drake Batherson type player. Yeah. He's the team's it, leading scorer. Exactly. <laughs> and, and it's, it's, it's just going to be up to how, how well the senators, um, front office builds around those guys and if they can bring in that top goalie or in the top defenseman to make up for those crappy contracts in Zaitsev and Murray. Right. Let's go into the old dumpster fire. Jack Campbell would be perfect for the Ottawa Senators. (laughs) (laughs) Too bad. Too bad. All you had to do is trade Trevor Moore and you would have had him. <laughs> How um, the hell do the Ottawa Senators have a Canucks third round pick? What the hell did they get? Oh, um, I think who they had. Trade on yeah. July 28th. What? <laughs> Hold on. No, 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 no. We're not. 
No, 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 no. Hold on. I need to. I need to figure this out. What the hell is going on here? Yeah. With what the? <laughs> well, Nick figures that out. This doesn't make any sense. I, I Montreal. So screwed. They have oh. Brendan, Gall- Brendan Gallagher wants to leave. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Brendan Gallagher wants to leave. Mike Hoffman has eight points through 19 games, and he signed 2023-24. And he was supposed to be Deneau's replacement. Yikes. Their defense right now, their Horrible. top defenseman is David Savard. Kulak, Romanov, and Kale Clegg. Well, Petrie's Besides, Petrie, mm-hmm. Petrie's on non-roster. Ben Chirot Bes- also wants to be traded. Besides Savard, though, the Yikers. Jake Allen's also on non-roster. Caden Primo's also on non-roster. You got IR. Josh Anderson. Oh no. Christian Dvorak. Tyler Toffoli. Bill Edmondson. Joel Armia. Yoel Armia, whatever. Um, Matthew Perot, and then obviously uh, Shea Weber and Carey Price. And... Oh. What is happening with Carey Price? I thought he was coming back. Who is Raphael Harvey Pinard? I was just <laughs> looking at that. I know Ryan Paling and Alex Belzile, but I, and I don't know Brandon Baddock. But... Do you see their defense, though? Their defense besides Kulak, David? UFA after this year. Romanov. RFA, Kale Clegg, RFA, Louis, Louis Pelpedio, RFA, <laughs> Sammy Niku, well, RFA. You gotta add in Petrie in there. Well, yeah, but I'm not just, talking about Petrie. I'm just talking because I, I know he's Petrie not. and Sherratt and Wyatt. Yeah, Sherratt's, Sherratt's leaving. Yeah, Sherratt's gonna get traded. Um, if, he, if he doesn't get traded, something is wrong with their front office. He literally requested a trade. He doesn't want to be there. And Edmondson. Edmondson's hurt too. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's like four defensemen, four decent defensemen. I think that Petrie contract could look really bad in like two or three seasons. Say that about every contract, though. It could. Petrie is thirty-four and he's making six point two five for the next four seasons till he's thirty-eight. <laughs> Come on, you can't be like, oh, we say that about everybody. That... Well, we do say that about everybody, though. But like, oh yeah, Nuge. One... What is he? Twenty? What is Nuge now? Uh, I think he's 28. 29. Yeah, 28. He signed for another, what, seven years or whatever it was? Eight years. <laughs> eight years. He's going to be 36, and he's going to be making five and a half. I don't really see Nuge's contract being as... I don't see Nuge's contract being as bad in the in the future as Jeff Petrie, so... That's the only one that popped up in my head. Jeff Petrie's 34, and he's making 6.25, and he's like a shot-blocking defenseman. He's a very good on that team. No, he had lots of points last year when he was playing with. He's uh, in. He's okay. injured right now. Like, come on. He was on, on the. He was on the play. Uh, the penalty. He also has a. He, well, has he doesn't a, have Weber. He's not playing with Weber. Yeah. Weber's never gonna play again. Weber, yeah, literally. Yeah. So. But but also he has a no move clause and a minimum no trade clause. So like they're kind of screwed with him if he's un, if he if he isn't healthy and he's not playing good, they're kind of screwed with that contract. Their goalies are Samuel Montembeau and Michael McNiven. Yikes. I mean, also, like, obviously, Jake Allen's not playing and Care Price isn't playing, but yeah, their goal is Even, even Caden Primo's not playing. Like, he's a well known player now. 
I did not realize Carey Price was 34. He's old. I thought he was like... Oh, that was his last chance to go to the Olympics, too. Yeah. Sure. Now, now, we have to re- now we have to rely on Carter Hart and... Jordan Bennington. And... No, we're not going to the Olympics. Oh, I know, but the next <laughs> next one. No, that one will be... Or like, like freaking Mackenzie Blackwood. No, somebody else will come up. <laughs> I yeah. really hope so. I don't want to rely Matt, on... Matt Murray rediscovers his oh, don't Stanley Cup. Oh, <laughs> don't you dare. Three Stanley I, Cups and then retires. I, I, would retire I totally forgot that Price was on the NHLPA Player Assistance Program. I just scroll all the way to the bottom for that one. Um, so yeah, Nick Suzuki signed 7.8. He has not been very good this year. He's been all right. He's he's been and he's got 19 points. 19 <laughs> yeah. points in 34 games. <laughs> nice switch. He hasn't been playing that great. I'm playing okay. What? I mean, <laughs> who else do you have? Like Brendan Gallagher you, is just a rat. And then you got you, Drew Ann. Drew Ann. That's it. That's it. And then you got Mike Hoffman, who's got eight. Terry Lackinen, who on any other team is literally a third one. You got what are you talking about? They have goal Caulfield. They have goal Caulfield. So we just said. Yeah, they have goal Caulfield. Is one goal. Yeah. Yeah, it's called. I'm joking, you <laughs> nut bar. He's only got one goal. That's why he's called goal. Yeah. <laughs> not goals. Whoosh. It's not, it's not <laughs> plural. It's not plural. Uh, they oh, just well, suck. How many Ducharme's gone? Uh, is he, though? He, he, <laughs> is they this don't really? Fire him. They're going to run really? out of French guys that they can hire as coaches. Is this really well, his fault, though? Julian again. Okay, Ben, is this really the coach's fault, or is this team just horrible? I don't know. You look at their goaltending. They have two guys making 750k. One of them on an emergency loan. There's like four or five players on that team that's on emergency loan. Exactly. <laughs> like, come on. You look at their non-roster. You look at the guys who want to get traded. You look at their injured reserve. You look at the LTIR. You look at the freaking... I that they uh, have all those things is a bad thing. <laughs> Like a, Jesus, emergency assistance pro, like the NHL assistance program. Yeah, they got they, handed. They got given the worst hand in the off season. Like Price goes, yeah, into the player assistance program. Yeah, Shea Weber's out with Shea like Weber, three different broken bones in his body. Like Jesus, yeah, he's retired. Um, officially, they definitely tried. Yeah, what's his I name? Left they... <laughs> that that centerman. Oh, <laughs> I'm blanking. Yeah, Deneau oh, left. No. Yeah, to no left, uh, and then they brought. And they in... did nothing. They did nothing to replace them. They kind well, they they kind of tried to replace Dano with Hoffman, but that was a horrible replacement. They also tried... they're totally different players. Oh, they're totally different players. I'm just saying they kind of sort of did, but also not really at the same time. You're not getting. You're not getting twenty seven. They... No shit. I'm just saying they kind of tried to replace them, but they did a horrible job at it, and they also kind of replaced Shea Weber, but also not really at the same time with David Savard, but David Savard's a good defenseman. He's just on a shit on team, Tampa. okay? Well, any defenseman on Tampa is good. You put Jalen Chadfield on Tampa Bay, and he's going to be look like a freaking top four-pairing defenseman. You two don't even know who that is, probably. Whatever his name is. <laughs> exactly, you know, whatever his name is. Yeah, he's on... <laughs> you, remember, you just said it, I don't remember it. 
He's on Carolina right now. I remember he played for the Canucks last year. And we wouldn't you guys wish we still had Ethan Bear, Dylan? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Would you, did you guys trade him or did he sign? Yeah. No, you traded him, right? No, we traded him for Fogel. Oh, yeah, Fogel. <laughs> Were there any picks or is there just one for one? I don't think there was a pick. I thought there was. No, um, I think it was just one for one. The trade was, was one really for one. But typical friggin' Edmonton way. <laughs> yeah, we only like to trade player for player. We don't like to trade anything else. Except this time it was a defenseman for a forward. Ho, 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 ho. Yeah. Uh, that's still stupid. God. Yeah. Um, the other teams we need to talk about. Toronto. Winnipeg. Austin. Um. Austin Matthews might have COVID. He might not. I believe he's yeah, only played one game since the break. So, not really much to talk about. And they absolutely slapped the Sens. Um, yeah, nothing, nothing too pressing. Mikheyev came back, scored two goals. Um, they're a good team. It's not a Canadian team, but I'm I'm assuming the Oilers are, I don't know, unless they can turn it around, because they've had crappy Decembers before. But if they don't, I'm excited to jump on the Rangers bandwagon. <laughs> I mean, that's not a bad team to jump on. They're tied for first place right now in the league. So, sorry, sorry, just interrupt. Um, it was a one for one. No, oh, Jesus. The trade was one for one. <laughs> Oh god! Yeah, the Rangers. The Rangers are a for, fun team. Tied for the most points in the league. Yep, they're tied with uh, Washington. He's also nuts. Chris um, Alexander Ovechkin Kreider. <laughs> oh yeah, Chris Kreider. He's 20? not trying to. He's not trying to injure Carey Price anymore because Carey Price isn't playing. No, he's just probably hurting his feelings online or something like that. <laughs> Still doing his damage. Yeah, no, I. They have a really cool team. Um, I mean, that's what happens when you get the first overall pick and then the second overall pick. They're again, like even like Capo Caco's not been the best player to start his NHL career. Same with Lafreniere. I mean, he's not bad, but he's not. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know how to describe him. He's just a a rookie. So, like, I've you been a, a fan. I, I guess a casual fan of the Rangers since like, I guess ten years ago when they had like Brad Richards and like Lundqvist was still in his prime. Or Saint Louis. Yeah, yeah they had Saint Louis when they were in the final against LA in yeah. oh. twenty fourteen. Like, I was rooting for them. You're basically but, just rooting for a lung quest, right? Because you're just like, come on, just get them. Going. Yeah. And then to see them go through the rebuild, I was excited to see what they can do. And I mean, I like the team that they've put together. I like the acquisition of Zabanajad. Um, Panarin. Panarin is Barclay, really, Barclay really good. Adam Fox looks better this year. Barkley, <laughs> 16 points, 34 games. He's doing better than Blake Coleman. He's doing better than all of Montreal. <laughs> And uh, Shostorkin could be... Shostorkin? 
Shurkin and, and and Gorgiev. I can and never Gorg- pronounce it. Gorgiev. George, whatever, Georgiev. I, I Gorgiev. Sure. Jesus. This guy who couldn't say talk it, making fun of you because you can't say <laughs> talk. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. you know what? Shut up, Dylan. But Shesterkin could be a Vesna candidate. So he is a Vesna candidate. I think that's one of the guys we forgot to mention earlier. No, I said him. Okay. Um, I said him, Markstrom, and Campbell. And then you guys said Freddie Anderson. Like he's hey. like, oh, you forgot Freddie yeah. Anderson. Okay. <laughs> let's just let's, go, let's look at Freddie Anderson. Okay. <laughs> Got the stats for this year. <laughs> the hell is that voice? Okay. Okay. Let's, let's, okay let's, let's, yeah, let's, let's. Oh, because Freddie Anderson leads the league. Twenty-two games, one point nine one goals against, and a nine-two-nine save percentage. Twenty-two games. Okay, let's look at it overall. Okay, they need to freaking damn good. Again, this is so. This is pisses me off. They need to fucking make this better. This is why I don't like the NHL. dot com website they need to have it so that when you want to look at some goalies save percentage or goals against average they don't have zach fucali at a 100 save percentage i don't give a shit about zach but it's a thousand but yeah <laughs> you want? because yeah. uh because he has a. Uh... that's my old one uh, if if I fell off, it wouldn't be that drive, or it would be really loud. Episode fifteen featuring Nick's dad. <laughs> All right, continue, Nick. Or not? Um, huh? <laughs> but yeah, like it's ridiculous. <laughs> Charlie Lindgren. Like at least he's played five games and not one game and was, and had a shutout. Same thing with how the hell do you say that name? Zach Sochenko. For who the hell is he play? San Jose. He didn't even win the game. <laughs> the best the site game. to use for that stuff is this website called Quant Hockey. And when you do goalie stats, they set a minimum. So it's like minimum. Garrett Sparks is in the top six for save percentage. What the hell? He won a game. So the yeah. actual top six save percentage guys, if you want them, is Jack Campbell at 939. Shostorkin at 936. Tristan Jari at 932. He's been playing unbelievable. Yeah. Jakob Markstrom at 930, and then Fred Anderson at 929. Don't so believe like a lot of former Leaf goalies that I don't like. <laughs> so that website is called Quant Talk. How the what the? How do you spell that? With a Q. <laughs> yeah, the I don't know if you guys noticed too that Pittsburgh's on an eight-game winning streak, and Evan Rodriguez should be up for the heart. I picked him up in fantasy, so he better do something. Oh, you're lucky. He's got the biggest <laughs> mouth in the NHL, like literally, literally. the largest. <laughs> <laughs> something to hold. Um, yeah, this Rangers team, I like it, I really do. Ryan Strom, yep, he's turning into a good player again. Oilers had him there for a brief moment, didn't they? Yep. <laughs> and then traded him for Ryan Spooner. Ooh, I don't think Ryan Spooner's even playing in the NHL anymore. Nope. <laughs> he's a, I, I really like Ryan Spooner. I've always kind of liked Ryan Spooner. 
Um, it's probably over in like the K or something now. Probably, or in like the Swiss League. Yeah, I mean the last team he played for was the Canucks. So. Yeah, don't remind me about those dark days in like what was that, 2017 or 18? Uh, 2019, 2020. Jeez. <laughs> those he dark probably days. Didn't, he probably didn't out. even. He probably he didn't even play. He yeah, bought out. They, yeah, they probably bought him out because he yeah. he wasn't playing. But, Jordan yeah. Cairo's Canadian? Yeah. Oh, shit, yeah. He lit up the World Juniors a few years ago. Yeah, he was really I good. completely just blanked on him being Canadian. Yeah, I mean, we are a little late to the party when it comes to talking about the World Juniors. and Don't talk about the World I was so Juniors. mad. I've never been more mad. I remember the, the morning that they canceled them. I was like, you've got to be joking me, right? I spent twenty bucks on my TSN Direct subscription for the month. Oh yeah, the night of the who did they play in the second game? Austria. 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 And then they canceled it the next day. So I was like, oh, no. never should have bought my stupid you TSN know, Direct. I was really looking forward to hearing that song a lot more. You know what song by, I'm talking about? By the about. Roots. Yes. Is that one? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Kate. If I was Austria, I would do all my power to try and stop Canada from scoring so I wouldn't have to hear that song <laughs> 11 times. It could have been more. Like It could have been a lot more goals. But 11 times of hearing that ooh, ah, song, I, I would have lost my shit. Like, <laughs> would have been like, probably wouldn't have got off the bench, to be honest. I would have been really mad. And, I mean, do you expect to be Canada? No. You expect like I've never seen guys celebrate so much scoring a goal. Oh, Canada, ben. which was awesome for them. But, ben, I know why you want Freddie Anderson to win the the Vesna. I don't want him to, but I'm just saying he's a candidate. No, because it be, I, I, but I think I know why. Go ahead. It's, is it? It's because he leads all goalies in points with four. It's four points. He has four points. <laughs> Next, I think. Jari has two points, and everyone else, there's like a bunch of goalies that have one. I mean, sister assists, right? I mean, hey, they show up on the yeah. statue. They do. Um, I don't know if you guys want to go right into the uh, fucked up ass now. <laughs> um, oh, Ben, you're like mine. Even before this, I, I didn't even know what to say, I, I had no idea to pick for this because uh, since the World Juniors got cancelled I didn't really watch any hockey I was really fed up with that I was really excited to watch Connor Bedard just destroy people you want to talk about Connor Bedard's best player there Ben or favorite player <laughs> <laughs> now favorite player now well, I think you should say who it is because I we both me and Dylan both sent it to you within like 10 minutes of each other because <laughs> we're like this is a joke right like okay, I'll set up the scene. On a previous podcast, we talked about a player on the Canucks that is as described underrated. Um, you have to be good to be underrated. Whoa, 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 whoa. I just don't know about him very much because we don't care. <laughs> when was that time you watched a Canucks game? I uh, exactly two, three Shut months your ago. Goddamn now. mouth. Um. Yeah, we'll uh, let Nick tell you who the player is. And... Yeah. Connor Bedard 
was doing an interview with Jesse Pollock from TSN. And Bar Dam, I love those videos, man. Those videos are great. When they do the Bar Dam quizzes. Yeah, I love those. Um, but yeah, he said, oh, so uh, yeah, I like uh, I like Mott. I like Tyler Mott. And then Jesse Fox is like, yeah, Tyler. <laughs> yeah, Tyler, Tyler he's, he's like scrambling to find things. Like, oh yeah, he played like uh, really good sometimes. No, he's like, oh yeah, two years ago in the bubble playoffs, he <laughs> played really well. I mean, like, what else are you going to say about Tyler Mott recently? Like, the Canucks, the Canucks as a whole sucked a big, you know what, last year. And then this year, they started off so crabby and no one really cares. And plus, like, Mott didn't start the season until, I think, like, like what was it, like, game 15 or game 10 for the Canucks, and then he came in. But then he didn't feel right, and then he left for a little bit, and then he came back. So, But yeah, Connor Bedard said his favorite player in the NHL right now was Tyler Mott. You can take that with whatever you want. So, yeah. I mean, I didn't need a good laugh, so. <laughs> You're going to get a good laugh when I say my dead part dumbass. Okay. Go ahead, then. So, <laughs> actually, I wrote mine down because I didn't want to forget it. Because I saw, I saw it when I was scrolling through, like, uh, the, like a bunch of uh, my hockey Instagram pages that I follow. And it was, it's Dylan's favorite player to hate, P.K. Subban. I mean, that's everybody's favorite player to hate. So this, so, <laughs> you just seen the clip. It's so funny. He, well, the so, fa- yeah, I know exactly which one you're talking PK, about. Uh... PK Subban tried to slew foot <laughs> yeah. Garnet Hathaway, but then he stopped because the freaking Capital scored on the Devils. <laughs> like. Now you're gonna see his leg coming up, and then they score, and he's like, "Okay, never mind. I'm not gonna do that." Like, <laughs> I saw that. I thought it was so funny. Like, you might as well just keep. If you're gonna do it, you just do it. Like, you don't just stop just because you get scored on. If anything, you do it more that they scored. He put his head right I, into the ice. I know. I just thought that was so funny when I saw that. He was just going for it, and all of a sudden, last minute, he's like, "No, I'm actually not gonna do that." We got scored on. I'm going to go to the bench now and cry and think about what I'm going to say in my next commercial for diversity in hockey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate P.K. Subban, but I love to make fun of his on-ice workout videos where he's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. like <laughs> quick turn. His body Spin is so moves. jerky. It's like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, he doesn't I, really I, post those anymore since people no, started, I, like, yeah. memeing them. Which is only fair. <laughs> Didn't someone chirp him for making a workout video? Yeah. Wasn't it Frederick on the Bruins? Go post another workout video. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who said it, but it was that, yeah. I think it was some. I think it was Frederick on the Bruins. I think they were playing the Devils or the Predators at the time. I don't remember when the chirp was, but he was like, I'll make another workout video. Like, um, okay, cool. Okay, I guess I'll go next. Um, I didn't really think too hard on this one. I just saw the, the highlight last night of Miko Koskinen literally giving the puck up and giving it right to the Rangers player and putting it in the net. Um, and I, I don't know how many times we have to reference um, Steve Dangle's Dang It's videos. Um. 
I think actually he should probably send t-shirts to them, like to every goalie that like makes us. He should. And just send the, you're a goaltender, tend the goal t-shirts. I don't understand why goalies intend to play the puck all the time. Like, yeah, like that's a good skill to have. You don't have to do it like Mike Smith every time where he just runs out there and he's, he's his own player. So, yeah, he, he's my dumbass of the week because he's just a, that was, that was dumb. Like, uh, as many plays that can happen throughout the week, those ones are always my favorite to point out. Yeah. All right. So, it sounds like Nick's like digging through luggage. <laughs> um, I'm just, why are you I'm not doing anything? <laughs> I'm looking at at goalie stats. So I'm going to award mine. I'm going to co-award mine to myself and two other people. (laughs) Wow. Oh, yeah. Here. First time ever, ladies and gentlemen. So mine is unrelated to the NHL. And I got to set the story. So on Sunday nights, I play beer league hockey. (laughs) We are not very good, our team. Although leading up to this, our most recent game, uh, we were on like a six-game win streak. Oh. So we were cruising. Oh. So this was, this game was maybe two or three weeks ago. It was right after the episode that we did where we were talking about um, keep your head up and uh, the Jacob Truba hits. Mm-hmm. So it was a Sunday. I think the first game, we had to play two games. One game at nine o'clock and then one game at ten o'clock because of various reasons. But basically, we had to what? play a doubleheader. It oh was because we God. chose not to play one other week, like because of the great like cup within, or... like with like nine a.m. and nine or ten a.m. or nine p.m. and no, ten p.m. Nine p.m. and ten p.m. God, you'd be Christ. dead after the first game. I would never be able to play two games like back to back. Holy shit! Anyway, so that's what we had to do. This was right when like Omicron was like popping oh, no. up. So it's kind of in the back of your head where you're like, should I be like playing? Like this seems kind of risky. I don't know. So the whole the whole day, the vibe was kind of off. So we're scheduled to play these two games and we're scheduled to play them at a rink that we hadn't played at yet that year. All of our other games had been scheduled at a different rink. So that was kind of messing with the vibe a little bit. And like I said, the game was at nine o'clock. And to start the game, we only had like six guys or something. I think we had like that's a full roster and a beer four forwards and like three defensemen. So seven guys and a fill-in goalie. So to start the whole thing, things are just weird, right? It's not normal. Everybody's kind of and Ben's played hockey with me. He knows that I am not. (laughs) I am not Tom Wilson. No, he's not Tom Wilson. He, okay, if, if I'm going to describe Dylan in like one or two words of being a hockey player, he is very, very good hitting the post. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> but he goes to the net, he goes in that hard, a good player, and uh, does his job. But yeah, you are not Tom Wilson. I'm not Tom Wilson. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's not so, a goon it's the, the the first game starts and we're you know guys are double shifting because we only got like whatever like half a team quickly we go down three nothing in the first like four minutes of the game 
Oh, Lord. So you're like, all right, well, this sucks. We got one and a half more games of this, or one and <laughs> like three quarters of a game left of this. So I'm playing the wing. So picture it's a face-off in our defensive end, and I'm playing the wing, and I'm on the goalie side. So the other team wins the face-off back to the defenseman, who's on the board side, passes it over to the defenseman in the middle, which is my guy. So I skate up towards him. He winds up a little bit. I'm like, I got big balls, so I'll block the shot. <laughs> oh, no. So I block the shot. Bounces off my legs. It's forward. Which is like, hell yeah, I'll block the shot. Bounces off my legs. Yeah, exactly. Give me some silver shin pads. (laughs) (laughs) Bounces off the boards, and then me and this other defenseman on this defenseman on the other team are in a foot race to the other end. So I honestly can't remember if he has the puck or if I have the puck, if we're both just kind of chasing the puck. But as we're skating down, I kind of give him like a little. Not a Sidney Crosby chop, but like a little, like <laughs> a small little tap on the leg. Like, hey, here. It's me. I'm here. He gives me one back where it's like, oh, okay. Like, hey. We get to the boards. And I, on, at this point, I have no idea exactly what happens. All I know is that we go into the boards together. I hear the ref blow his whistle. I see this guy on the ice looking like I pulled out a gun and shot him in the face. <laughs> He's holding so his head. Actually, you might actually be Tom Wilson because he might black out when he hits things too. Yeah. There's no there's no blood, but he's like holding his head like, oh, oh. This is five minutes into the game and we're down three nothing. So I'm like, what the hell? So I start turning and skating away because you hear the ref blow his whistle. So obviously there's a penalty. So I'm like, all right, well, I'll go to the penalty box. I'll take my two minutes and whatever. So the ref yells, number 14. I'm number 14. Gone. You're gone. Just go. And I'm like, what? What? This guy throws me out of the game five minutes into the game for running into this guy. This guy gets off the ice because if you go down hurt, you're supposed to get off. You're not allowed to like continue your shift. He goes on the bench. He's on the ice in his next shift. He didn't miss a shift. This guy, big time diver. Obviously. Sounds like it. So I'm going to give my dead puck dumbass number one to myself for <laughs> running into a guy and hurting him. Did you really hurt him, though? And getting myself kicked out of two games. Because if you get kicked out of a game, you're suspended for a game. So oh, my God. What so a three joke. Weeks ago, I guess it was three weeks ago, maybe two weeks ago. I can't remember. I played five minutes of hockey. Was kicked out of the game. Couldn't play the next game because you're not allowed to play the next game. So I went home. And then we didn't play over Christmas. And then thanks to the Ontario lockdowns, the season is on pause. (laughs) So the last time I played hockey was a couple weeks ago for five minutes. (laughs) But I'm going to give mine to myself for that because, I mean, I probably held back a little. I'm going to give mine to the guy who I... Is on the other team who Ivan comes on, man. And I'm gonna give mine to the ref where it's like, dude. Like just you watch it. Like because I didn't watch it. I just I was involved, but I didn't watch it. Who throws somebody out of the game five minutes into the game in a men's like rec hockey league? 
for a clear dive. I, again, I don't know if he's a clear dive, but I'm gonna I'm gonna plead <laughs> the dive. Maybe he was actually. Well, I mean, nervous, if, he, but... if he freaking went to the bench and was just like, "Oh yeah, I'm okay now," then really it, wish it was, I was clearly there to see a dive. It. Really wish yeah. I was there to see it. You should see if there's like film from that game. Like, there's, there's no a... film from that game. No, I mean, like, if there's like a camera in the arena that like can oversee like the rink. It's like when I played three on three hockey, nobody was filming the game, but there was a camera at center ice at the at the um like in the like at the side of the building like in the very top of the building at like where the roof meets the wall and it was just in case people want to see what happens in some three on three games there you uh, go dylan um all you need to do is show the box to the rink and like hey do you guys have video of me doing something to this person well the only reason why I knew I know that we had film was because, like, in my final year playing three on three, we got into a huge fight with another team because they ran our goalie, and I was on the ice. And of course, oh. Ben, you know how tall I am. Yeah. Dylan, you maybe have an idea, but I'm six foot five on <laughs> on land, like without on skates. Land. <laughs> With <laughs> with some skates on you, dick. On land. What are you in water then? Oh, uh, uh, okay. Like go ahead. two, like seven foot two, because gravity's not pushing down on me. Because gravity doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, I would—I don't know. Maybe I don't know how how much skates add, like two inches, maybe. So six, seven on skates. I just wanted to see the fight because, like, I wanted to see how many people just completely avoided me and went to like the other guys that were like five foot six or five foot seven on my team. Yeah, that's how I found out with cameras was because I, one of my friends called the arena. I was like, "Hey, do you guys have any cameras?" Like. Uh... <laughs> Like to film the games, and they were like, "Yeah, we do actually." And we're like, "Oh, can we get the That's footage weird, of right? this game?" I didn't consent this. I didn't care. I loved watching it. It was funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. I really wish the I worst was there part was that I drove. It was about a twenty-minute drive to get to the arena. <laughs> and this was at Gateway. Just for. <laughs> I was just gonna ask you where it was, and I was like, "It's gonna be like not close to his house." No, it's it gonna be Gateway. like in like Burlington almost, or like it's gonna be like way in like towards Toronto. Oh, to anybody who's not listening from Ontario or from Canada, Burlington's about like thirty minutes, forty minutes, maybe give or take. But this arena, it's yeah, it's twenty minutes. It's downtown. It's like way in the middle of nowhere. It's in like Winona. Yeah. No. <laughs> So I had to drive 20 minutes to this arena instead of five minutes to the one we normally play at. Get kicked out. <laughs> then I had to sit around and get dressed, <laughs> waiting for the game, and then I played for five minutes, and then I had to drive back home. That's definitely a... Yeah, you definitely gave it to yourself. So. <laughs> yeah, you definitely... I mean, I'm not going to say you fully deserve it, but you deserve some part. That was a great story. That was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I think we should wrap it up then. Jesus. <laughs> I really wish I was there for that. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that would have been funny. I was like, oh, I'd yell at, I, if I were there, I would have yelled at the rabbit. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? You don't even touch him. <laughs> I, I, I'm, like, I'm trying to picture what, um, like how it looked. 
Because if you tap them, like, did you tap on the back of the leg, or were you guys just like racing for the puck into the into the far corner? I think if I can remember, we were like racing for the puck because I think I might have got control of the puck, and then we got over the red line, and then I kind of like threw it in, and then we would chase for it. Okay. And I think as we're chasing, I just kind of gave him like, here, yeah, the tap, yeah, like, hey, I'm here. He gave me one back, and then I don't remember exactly what happened in the corner. I just remember going into the corner, bumping into him, and then and, and then, then going he's home. This yeah, <laughs> and then going home. And then you're just on your car at home, like oh, I don't remember what I did. <laughs> it's like you just freaking straight up elbowed him in the face. Yeah, you just just just, you, you, you just who knows? You just, Maybe I did something just, terrible, and I just you just blacked you just him, clocked him, and you then literally, you, you broke your stick on top of his head, so you just end up playing <laughs> with like just a, a cue. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, hopefully you'll get to play hockey again soon, eventually. Who knows? Holy crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You never know. You could have just broken your stick on it. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> you're, you're definitely not Tom Wilson, but you might be, you know. I don't know. Corey definitely, I don't, did, you, did you think about PK before you did that? Maybe you slew foot him or something? I, don't... <laughs> I did not slew foot the guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, oh, you wouldn't man. do. You wouldn't do that. Um, yeah. Who throws somebody out of the game five minutes in with it? Nobody, like, like a penalty, to at least set the tone. A ref that's trying to like set the tone or set the order of the ring. Oh, he's he's trying to get better games, so he's not like ref. He's trying. To, he's trying to get to the. He's trying to get to like the channel. I don't, know. I don't know if you would want to do that because you might just kick everybody out of the game the first five minutes. Who knows? There was a scuffle. Yeah. You're gone. Go. You're gone. Get, get, out. get out of here. Number 14. Get the fuck out of here. And then you're just like, what are you talking about? It's pretty much exactly it. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> he was like yelling at me, but I'm like, I have to get my other stick and my water bottle. Like, can you give me a second? <laughs> hey, give me a second. Can you calm down, male? If you gave me a penalty, I wouldn't have to grab all these things. Yeah. <laughs> if I knew this was going to happen, I wouldn't have even brought them. I would have just left yeah. them in the, in the car. If I was going out there to take somebody's head off, I would have just left all my stuff off. I would have just came out with nothing. Came out with skates and my shoulder pads on. No jersey, no nothing. Ben, you're Paint the one who body. gave me a penalty. Paint my body whatever color uh... my jersey is. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> You gave me a penalty. <laughs> oh god, that's okay. that's so that's that's, that's where we're ended, right there. That's oh right. man. <laughs> yeah. Um. Thanks for listening. A happy New Year. Um. Yeah. Uh, catch us on another one. If you uh, keep listening to us, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, catch you guys next time. See you.